Blog Talk Radio. Until the game starts. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. What's happening, DC? How are you today? Oh, oh, riding high, baby. There you go. All right. Well, we got uh, we got some Rams Bengals today. Wow. Uh, who I'm excited. Hey, who would have oh. thought it? Who would have thought? Rams, maybe. Bengals, not so much. Yo, even but, uh, Rams. Like, yeah. Oh, Tampa. Oh, maybe the Packers. Oh, oh, oh. Get out of here. Right. Right. Remember yeah. all those weirdos yeah. who thought the Cardinals were good? Oh, God. Mm. Well, I just wanted to say uh, <clears throat> thank you to everybody who's been listening. Uh, shout out to uh, IFM Radio Nation, uh, sportstalkdt.com. Check it out. Find our stuff. A lot of their good content out of Pontiac, Michigan. Any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to call in 515-605-9898. And you can get us uh, at uh, Brickhouse Fantasy Radio on Instagram if you have uh, any questions you want to message in. Or, uh, another beautiful day. This is our 22nd episode. Um, very exciting. And uh, let's get into some Super Bowl chats. Uh, I initially had um, wanted to put some money down on the Rams, but the closer we keep getting to this, the more right? I keep thinking oh, that the Bengals have a shot uh, at taking this thing. I mean, well, yeah, like more than a, any given Sunday shot, like a real, they might probably correct. win this. Yeah. Correct. This is yeah. getting a, it's squirrelier than anticipated. Yeah. Is it still three and a half? Uh, yes, I believe it is. Okay. That, that's, that's unique. Like, I think it opened at three and a half two weeks ago, and here we are. It's still three and a half. Here we are, three and a half. I mean, I, I thought I saw it switch to four and then go back to three and a half, but... Oh, my God. I, yeah. I mean... I think I think the people that watch it like every second of the day would have jumped high for that four. As soon as it moves, you know. Oh yeah, four. Oh, so much different from three and a half. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I wonder what Glenn thinks about all this, right? Well, maybe we'll find out. I'm, I'm hoping. 
So uh, have you considered any of these other prospects? Um, I tried to study the vocalist. I, I don't know how to do that. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> so good, man. Um, so good. We're all yeah. these guys out here trying to do our best. Yeah. I like I have no idea how to like know if it's going to be what was it 95 seconds over under. <laughs> I didn't see the number. How long did I, I like? I tried to, how long does it take me to sing it? Right. I, I tried to listen to her <laughs> sing. And see if she sounded like she was taking a long time to sing. Like I don't know. She got a nice voice. Go America. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, like, how long did it take you to sing it? Because you said you wanted to check to see how long. So I was just curious, how long? What was the over under on that one? It, it took me less than 90 seconds. Okay. But with a few less runs, I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah exactly. <laughs> Woo! So, we got football. MVP yeah. talk. Um, yeah. Is this, a, is this a, just a one-for-one, one, a Stafford or Burrow? Is that I, I mean, for Super Bowl MVP? Dude, they they love quarterbacks so much that that's probably the case. I mean, I've seen plenty of Super Bowls where I thought I knew who the best player in the game was and someone else that was a quarterback won the MVP. <laughs> so, now I think 18 I mean, out of the last – Donald win it? I, I think so. 18 out of the last 20 – have been either quarterbacks or receivers. And the other two, what was that, like Ray Lewis and... And James White. James White. Hmm. Yeah. Good call on the Ray Lewis, though. Yeah, I knew that was that was one that kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, well, what do you have, like 25 tackles? I mean, geez. The one true worth it call. Yeah, probably, probably, probably one of the best calls. Out yeah, of these twenty selections you're discussing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, obviously, yeah. there's gonna be quarterbacks that that win it because they won the Super Bowl for their team, but and and their quarterbacks and everyone loves quarterbacks and that's annoying. Yep, exactly. You see, you read my mind. I forgot about the James White. That that one I probably would have lost in in the a trivia question. Yeah. Um, a little bit of quarterback bias on the regular season MVP, too, huh? <laughs> that, yeah. Now, I know that it, as far as the betting odds, uh, the you got Burrow and Stafford are the top two, and then the next two are Chase and Cup. And do you think those are close? Uh, like, like production for the season. Um, Cup wins Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, do you think Chase is was a close second or in the in the mix for the conversation of MVP? Yeah. Not even close. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No. Agreed. No. Agreed no, to no. Agree. But, 
But but I do think, you know, as far as guessing who's today at MVP going to be, I mean, putting him in the top four sounds fine. Yeah, for today, sure. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how well Mixon plays, I think Mixon could potentially. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's the fifth one I, I would throw in the hat is Mixon. I would, I would throw in Mixon before I throw in Donald, to be honest. I mean, got to see how the game plays out. Yeah, yeah. I was pretending to be ends up, ends up with 20, you know, 20 tackles, a couple of sacks, you know, strip sack, takes the ball away, scores a touchdown. Sure, I don't know. But. Yeah, and then, they'll, and then they'll just give it to Stafford because they're jerks like that. Yep, that's how they do. <laughs> I mean, what, how good was Damian Williams two two Super Bowls ago? I mean, what what are they doing? Sure. He should have been he should have been in consideration. Especially, I, I thought so. Like I, I didn't think Mahomes, Mahomes didn't even play that well. I mean, really? Oh, oh, bias. It's frustrating. welcome. Finish it up, though. And if not, yeah. put this way. Yeah. You know, I, I saw... I remember years ago when the Colts won it, I thought for sure Bob Sanders was going to win MVP. Nope. Peyton Manning. Nope. Who also didn't play that well. I, I don't know. Like, I think the offense... If the offense doesn't get 30 points, the quarterback <laughs> is the MVP. Well, I mean, if there's, like, no turnovers, even if it's 150 yards and two touchdowns, but they're not the reason to screw it up, and the rest of it's just like a team effort, then, yeah, sure, give it to the quarterback. Mm. But um, I think as soon as you start getting, like, defensive plays, like you're saying, like, if it's not 30 points or not 20 points, and, uh, and, you know, if it was just the kind of dink and dunk, like, oh, oh, well, but if if it comes down to, the defense scoring at all and the quarterback not scoring three times. Yeah. yeah. I think you're looking for a defensive player to name. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, <clears throat> so about officiating, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, we're not oh. talking. About oh, okay. Okay. Um, I mean, other than I wonder how much the guys who officiate the Super Bowl, I wonder how much they make. Like, like for a game check? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. Catch just one of those checks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or you could find stuff like like how many holding penalties have each of these guys called all season, and pass interference, and all that. You can find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Cincinnati's defense, yeah, hear what you think about it. Obviously the beginning half of the season, it was a lot of subpar action just happened to be that the Bengals were putting up more points than other people, uh, towards the back half of the season, defense started to kind of come around. Um, I just, I feel like it was weak. 18 or 19 or episode 18 or 19 for us, we started talking about like, oh, it's not that good. And then they looked fantastic. Um, what do you think about today's game? Um, 
Do you think it ends up being a shootout, or do you think both defenses actually play? Like, do you like the over? What's the over under right now? Forty eight. Yeah, forty eight. Uh-huh. Last, last one I saw. Yeah. So, so what do you think about the over under? I mean, kind of touching on both teams' defenses. Well, I know forty eight's not like a big, big, big number. I I think the over has a really good chance at hitting. Um. Okay, so you're 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 leaning a little bit more towards shootout. I mean, fifty points, they'll get yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-three, somewhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. Somewhere I think both right, teams right should there. be like twenty plus. Okay, so it doesn't have, not necessarily a shootout, but enough to you got you got a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown, and then whatever other magic seems to happen, I guess, through the through the week. Yeah. But, um, this is the. This is the last game of the season, uh, which I did see a funny thing. Like, uh, watching the game, trying to ignore the fact that football's almost over. Um, and I know you're like, ah, I don't think about it like that. Well, no, no, no. They, but it always hits me, like, like right at the end of the game, like, fuck, all right, no more football. <laughs> two minutes Every- into the, yeah, two minutes left of the fourth quarter, you're like, ah, oh, crap. No, the end, the end. The, that's the it. end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Blinders. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, last year's Super Bowl, maybe a little sooner than that, just because Tampa wrapped it up so early. But prior to that, I mean, we had a pretty good run of Super Bowls being decided on the final possession. True. True. So, true. And that's, yeah, that's right? all I could really hope for. I, I hope that tonight we get a little bit of um, two weeks ago where it's just – Everything's the last, the last couple of seconds. Yeah, you know, that, that's what I'm hoping for. Right? I mean, dude, you know what I've been getting a lot is like the last few weeks. Whenever I wear a Detroit shirt, people are asking me if I'm rooting for Stafford, and I'm <laughs> like, like, like I am on the internet, so I know that that's a popular thing. I just completely don't get it. Like, I always end up looking at these people like, what the fuck for? Like, really? Like you don't get it. Detroit shops right now are selling T-shirts. No, 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 Detroit no. Like, Rams, that, that, that's what I mean about like I'm on the oh. internet. I'm aware that this is a thing. I don't get it. Like I, I just don't like. Probably like, am I rooting for Stafford? Root for the Rams. Like, like I'm rooting for Stafford to play well in the sense that I'm rooting for every player on the field to play well so that I can watch the best possible game. Right? Like, like Stafford goes out and throws for 400 yards and five touchdowns and, and no one else shows up. That, that would be a bad game to me. So, no, not rooting for Stafford. Rooting for football. Okay. Stafford's not on the Lions. Let the Detroit Lions uh, fan uh, be heard. He yeah, care. no, I, I get it. I, I've seen the Detroit Rams. I mean – I, my grandfather, he loves Matt Stafford. He's so excited. You know, I, like, I, I get it. I, I know this is a thing, but for me, it's just, eh, I don't know. No, it's really not. Understood. You can't, you can't get frustrated if people want to ask it though, because it's, it's also a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So, uh, I know. Fair question I know. and fair answer heard and noted. 
Um, I I'm not a Lions fan. Lived in Michigan for for half the childhood. Yeah. And, uh, still still rooting for Stafford. I I'm rooting okay. for Stafford also. I'm just all I'm rooting for the whole football. Like yeah. Oh, did you know Darrell Henderson's gonna play? Is he really? Okay. Yeah. I did Good not for know him. that. Good for yeah. him, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure several people are trying to make themselves available for today. I just uh, <laughs> no. This is um this is like the game that you don't get like oh my back hurts. Like where? Like, no, where? no, 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 no. That's done. That's so done. Like guys are trying to lie and say that they're fine. And and the medical staff has to know, like, hey, 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 cut it out with that. You're not playing. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Um I believe both of our champions have received their rings, I believe, as of today. Oh, yeah? I need to to verify that they've received the package, but I do know that they have been delivered. I heard there's a little shenanigans with the Founding Fathers belt. What do you mean? I don't know if Brandon has his. Um, Well, that's probably because somebody is not shared uh, with the winner. So is that really? Is that is that a thing? I mean, I you know, it was a couple weeks, a week or so ago that I had a conversation with the person that was in possession of it, and he didn't really seem like he was interested in making any efforts towards appropriate placement of all the trophies. Oh, wow, that's something that needs to be remedied today. Yeah, yeah. I got a feeling he doesn't like Brandon. I, I don't know why. Like, I'm, I, don't I'm, I don't care. I don't I'm care. Just, I'm like just like, because like, I, all I told him was, hey, just so that you can say you did all the right things, you should probably reach out to Brandon. And if he's indifferent about it, then you continue being indifferent also. He didn't even like that suggestion. And if it's not shipped out tomorrow, he's not playing in the league again. He's quitting. Yep, that's fine. No, he he's all he always he like. But I'm saying like that particular action wouldn't motivate. He's already quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until it starts up again, and he wants to play. Yeah, good um, point. If I gotta go get it, then I'm gonna be really pissed because that's a lot of driving. That's uh, probably two two at least two two hours and fifteen minutes. Uh, that's not gonna be that's not gonna be good. That's not going to be a good situation. Okay. I'm not going to roll up solo. Nope. Nope. I'm I'm going to have to go get it. That's no. That's upsetting. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that's just a. We were just talking about laziness here. You know, that's that's what I'm hoping. Mm. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think it's messed up. Yeah, I think I think when you when you lose a league, not just you win it or you kind of lose it, you you lost. You lost. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, clearly and obviously, I think you should. Uh, yeah. Cough up the trophies. 
Um, no kidding. But he couldn't even make it out of the semifinals. There's certain people who are just too good for that even. I mean, really. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's some people. Sure. Some people just couldn't even get out of the semifinals because the person they were going against was on fire. <laughs> was he? Was he? Was, it, was he mean, on fire? I was on fire until I played Brandon. <laughs> But no, like seriously, I was on a heater. Like, go go look at the last six weeks of that league. I was killing. Um. But yeah. Right, so so what else? As a matter of fact, Brent, Brent, is, Brent is the only person that beat me in the last ten weeks. Okay. He beat me twice. Like I think I think I started the league like two and five or something, and then and then I got hot. One out. Yeah, well, I, I, I lost Brandon somewhere, somewhere in that. And then, yeah, lost in the finals. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm not even mad. Both leagues that I lost as a runner-up, like, the person that beat me really scored a lot of points. And I just got to say, hey, man, good game. Like, you earned that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks when you lose by the half a point or something or you had a ton of players – on your bench that, you know, like really outperformed. But the, the games that you end up just getting sloshed after, you know, playing a good team, you just got to kind of take one on the chin, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. You can't you can't get mad. It's, no. Hmm. You, can't, you can't get mad. It, those guys played good, and, and, and they're known to be good players. They've been out here getting it done for years. Right, right. Did you um? Did you see any of the stuff about Alvin Kamara? Oh, like the physical assault and all that. Yeah, he ended up punching some guy like eight times over whether or not he's getting onto an elevator. I mean, I don't know what the guy was saying. Uh, but yeah, basically trying to stop him from getting on an elevator, push some his buddy. Yeah. I mean, Crack yeah, maybe, maybe he should say, it's rule, it's rule. Maybe. Maybe. Still don't know if that's uh, that's worth forfeiting the amount of money you make to just smile like with that. a golden grill and, uh, you know, keep on keeping on. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, are they going to let him play? they got to let him play, right? It's not going to be that bad. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that bad. No, that's just regular old assault. Mm-hmm. Beating on a woman. Yeah, and, no, no, uh, no gun violence, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, yeah. didn't run over anybody with a car. That's good. Okay, right? Um, like, cops yeah. didn't find drugs on his possession. Like, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, he should be good. He should be good. Yeah. I did see it, though. And I thought, man, why are you behaving that way, Alvin? What yeah, I mean, maybe it's like using as like, and eh, kind of at the end of the at the end of the rope, I can start acting because he hasn't he hasn't had any of that kind of uh, conversation or light shined upon him thus far in his career. Not that or I'm aware. Maybe college, yeah, because maybe college and it's something that I didn't see, but yeah, um, yeah, I didn't, I haven't seen anything. That's that was part of my draw to him is is it's got like just that. Um, Clean a swagger about him, but he still looks like he's mean, you know, but without actually being mean on paper. 
You he know? he runs I, I like, like he's mean. He runs like he's mean. I he does. He does. Yeah, I mean, he, just walk, he, watching yeah. him walk around, like talk. Like I've seen clips of him trying to help coach on the field right after <laughs> the breeze leaving, and you just think like, wow, this guy's commanding himself in such a way that like I want to listen. I'm not on the team, and I'm like trying to get into the proper formation. You know, yeah, I, I enjoy yeah. that about players um, who can also keep their noses clean. Um, it, I don't know something something cool about that to me. Um, yeah, but, so I was a little bummed to see that, that he's got this kind of news wrapped around him right now. But I'm also very interested to hear what was said because I'm also a fan of, you know, watching somebody get what they deserve. So if, well, we'll if, call it vi- if vigilante case, justice, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm in. I'm, I'm yeah, about that life. No, everyone loves Batman. I hear you. Batman is, Batman is awesome. Hmm? You know, no powers. Kicking ass, uh, yeah, we like Batman. Yeah. So if uh, if he if he was playing Batman, then sure. If not, then dang man. No, I mean, yeah, maybe the guy was like trying to steal someone's baby, and he prevented it from happening. Like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you know, just another year of an NFL player preventing baby theft. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. <laughs> My baby thanks you, Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, what else you got, man? Come on. Help me out here. Okay. Well, maybe the audience, think? maybe the audience would be interested to hear why you think they should completely upend the way the MVP award is distributed every year. You want to tell them about that? Completely upend. Oh, I like this. Okay, sure. So this all started with an argument for Cooper Cup. Yeah. Okay. We're discussing um, how the MVPs work, and there is a regular season MVP, um, and that is capped at the end of the regular season. Right. Um you get uh, the Super Bowl MVP. You get uh, defensive and offensive uh, players of the year. Um, that's kind of how the awards work. Yeah. Uh, my argument was um, that I get they have regular season MVP uh, for a reason, but uh, I do think that there is like a little glitch in the matrix there. Uh, basically saying that if somebody is performing well throughout the regular season, uh, Rogers, Brady, Cup, okay? Um, yeah. And they continue to the postseason, right? Rogers, <laughs> Brady, Cup, uh, and then don't. And then it just kind of stops. They lose. They're not in it anymore. Um, they announce the regular season MVP prior to the Super Bowl. And my argument was, could it be announced afterwards? Because I do think that somebody playing really well, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, in a regular season, and continuing to do so, like the consistent continuing to do so, postseason, 
there's a little bit of an argument that some of that should be considered um, for the MVP award. So just, now, just to pause, pause to clarify, when you say announce it after the Super Bowl, you also want them to include the performance in the playoff games when they decide who's the winner, right? And this is where it's a little, like, I get why that's not the standard because it's for a regular season award, but how many times, and I think this is where, like, the argument starts to get at least somewhat reasonable, is how many times are these people voted on and then continue on and make it to the Super Bowl? I feel like there's there's probably a good handful of times that's happened. Um, probably and mainly in the quarterback position. Um, but the consistency of play, I feel like, yeah, I think it should be kind of considered as um, is not stopping tracking, you know, the, the awesomeness of a player. I feel like it's a little bit unfair to just say, all right, well, the regular season, uh, Rodgers gets 35 votes, Brady gets, 10 and Cup gets whatever was left, I guess, or I forget what it was, 39, 10, and 1. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, that's somewhere that's in there. Like that. That's what I think it was. I think it was 39, 10, and 1. Okay, and that's that's cool. Now now we have the, the same players, you know, all, all made it to the playoffs, um, but one that received votes is still going and still still producing at a very high level, not just slouching, limping it through, injured and on the team. Um, I I mean, realistically, pretty close, as close to MVP of a team that I've seen in a long time, uh, 150 or 149 receptions, just shy of 2,000 yards. And, I mean, and this is on good days and bad days. I, it's just hard for me to see somebody perform so consistently and advance in the playoffs without that counting for something without that, maybe at least being uh, a couple of extra votes. Um, I get it. It's the regular season. That's why they call it what they call it. But my argument is these guys, their season's not over. Yeah. The Rams and the Bengals both uh, didn't stop and end their season and then say, you know what, let's get ready for playoffs. They, they, their season's just still going. They've yeah. got however many games, depending on which week we're talking about, left till they make it to today, and they made it to today. So it's a little bit unfair to say that, like, you know what, this guy's regular season ended in week 18 because it didn't. Yeah. yeah. They kept going. They're still getting hit. They're still making plays. They're still producing. Um, that's why I don't like the regular season uh, versus postseason or Super Bowl type of stuff. I think if uh, somebody that didn't receive any votes for the regular season uh, decides or, or is on a team that makes it to the Super Bowl, then totally fine for you to keep it as two separate awards. Right. You, know, you got the regular season MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Sure, I think he's very deserving. Um, oh, sure. sure. I thought Cup was – I thought the fact that Cup is still in it and still producing 
I think should allow him to at least have a few more votes. Maybe not um, yeah. completely I, upend I, or, or I agree. undo I, the Rogers selection, but I think I think he should have a few more votes. I think that he's um, still playing and still productive. I see four guys that if we're, if it's only a regular season award, I see four guys that if they had won it, that's fine with me. We got Rogers and Brady. And also Cup and Jonathan Taylor. If any one of those four won MVP, yeah. okay. Those were the best players in the league this year. Um, yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and for their team, especially. Like, that's yeah. something that's, that's kind I, of why yeah. the MVP is there, is for yeah. the most valuable I mean, player on that yeah. team, not just the league, but, yeah. but like, that team for sure, you know? I mean, that – and, yeah. you know, that like comes Taylor. into play a lot in basketball. Like, where there's not, like, a single position that's favored for the MVP award. You get a lot of, like, splitting hairs among the voters, like, what's the definition of valuable, right? Like, like uh, is a great player that's on a really bad team or, or a team that's a little bit less talented but still performs well, is that guy more valuable than a player yeah, that's yeah. just as great but has better teammates than the other guy? Like, how do we differentiate this? This comes up a lot in basketball. Um, right. In, in football, we don't have that as much because the MVP, most valuable player, is almost meaning most valuable quarterback. Like, that's right. It's right. so annoying. Like, okay, so since 2007, every MVP except for one has been a quarterback. Mm. Yeah, most of them have been Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah this but, is Rodgers' fourth. Yeah. Um. And and so Adrian Peterson, 2012, is the only one that's in there that's not a quarterback. So I mean, I I too I, I have a lot of issues with the way MVP is awarded. Mostly just like, why does it have to be a quarterback? And why is it never a defensive yeah. player? That's yeah. That's another one. That's like, listen, man. I get it. If there's no major distinctions on defense, it's hard to it's hard to justify it. But yeah, I mean, when you start getting into strip sacks or uh, yeah, you know, forced fumbles for a touchdown, touchdown returns, uh, special teams running something back. I mean, in a Super Bowl or or or. If you're multiple times in a regular season, I mean, yeah, these are these are things where you're allowing that quarterback to get back on the field. I mean, Aaron Rodgers would definitely not have won this won this award without his defense this year. Nineteen eighty not have happened is the last time a, a defensive player won MVP. Okay, okay. Nineteen eighty six. I was not born yet. Yeah, that was the year of my birth. So, I'm old. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He Very was so cool. Deserved. He yeah. was so cool. Uh, oh, man. I Yeah. I, <laughs> I watched him. They had him on 60 Minutes one time, and he was telling stories about how he used to send hookers and cocaine over the opposing team's hotels. Oh. Right? That's like crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. So but like night 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 before the game. Let's wear them out. <laughs> I love it. Anything to catch an edge. Yeah, there you go. There I you love go. it. Oh man. Like like I mean just creative. 
so yeah, back to the argument is I just think that it's a little bit skewed um to decide a player's uh season value when their season isn't over. And I think that's yeah. Where I don't think this applies to every year, so it's not necessarily like upending the entire process, but I do think that there should be some consideration for the for the people um that that are still in their season. That's all. I think that's yeah. that's the best way to describe yeah. what I would like to see happen. Yeah. I know it's far fetched and I I think that would be fair. Like I absolutely think it would be fair. Um now to maintain the validity and reliability of the award, you would have to say we're at, we're gonna do it every way from this this year forward, right? Yeah, yeah. And I still think, I still think that like nine out of ten uh, seasons, you're gonna be able to come up with the same conclusion that they were going to initially. Yeah, um, I just true. think that there's there's a few there's a few like outliers where you know it should be considered. Um, that like the people seasons aren't aren't over, and that that's usually not the case. Usually, somebody was a beast for a terrible team, you know, that got them a winning record or a decent team. I mean, the Packers, the Packers, they 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 were not as good with Rogers' head not in the game. Uh, right. Their defense uh, was not as good last season as it was as good last season as it was this season. Um, and so the fact that they kept him on the field yep. and it seemed like his head was in the game, I, I do think he is very deserving of the regular season MVP. But I'm just saying if Cooper Cup comes out with three touchdowns, you know, today that uh, and, and can win the team, basically win the Super Bowl for his team, yeah, uh, I, I think that's a, that's a makes for a fun argument as to why he should be considered that, not just for the Super Bowl, because he's been playing right out no, well I, outside of the Super Bowl. So. I think we have a second player that fits that criterion. I think Joe Burrow also. And like, there's a certain level that he could perform at in today's game to where you would look back on this year and say, yeah, Joe Burrow was the best player that year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I don't think there's anyone else. Like, if Jamar Chase comes out and scores four touchdowns, no, no, you're still not going to say Jamar Chase was no. the best player in the NFL this year. Um, I, I do think Aaron Donald, sure, but the Burrow is, like, is, I'm, I'm on the fence about that one. That's kind of a 51-49 for me because – and leaning on the not so much because um, this is the first year we've had Joe Mixon fully healthy and yeah. there has been a I mean the guy's been awesome when he plays but he doesn't always play yeah and, um and the fact that he was out there all season really doing the fantastic like what everybody was expecting from him at the beginning but doing yeah. it for a full season yeah um really allowed Burrow that extra time that look that extra second to be making some of these passes. Yes, um, I, I do believe we discussed his efficiency on the move. Um, he, he was really good, so it's not just because of that. Um, his line was not fantastic, and he no. still made things happen. Uh, and accuracy of some of the deep balls, especially with those he had a little chemistry with, was fantastic. So passer ratings up. Um, not a ton of mistakes. So he's 
he's close, but I, I just, I don't feel it that same way because Rodgers was supposed to have Aaron Jones like all season, right? And he got intermittent play out of him. Um, A.J. Dillon did really well, but again, neither one of them was like a standout top five back the way Jones was. No, and, and just, like, general, like, collaboratively, like, the Packers didn't get the same production from running backs that they had the last two, three years. No, no, no. So so I, that's my argument for Rodgers more than Burrow. Yeah. Is like, yeah, listen, I, you didn't I have a running back. the regular season part of it right. I mean, especially if it's a given that it has to be a quarterback, like, Rodgers was the pick, I think. Like, because, right. you know – like, like the Packers' defense as a unit was strong, but not elite. Um, they had the worst special teams in the NFL. Like, the no, worst. Not, not elite, you're right, but uh, way consistent. That's the other thing is you don't always have to be the most elite, but when you know you have at least a 6 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10 yeah. every single week, it, it's very different. I think some of these teams – you get a 10 out of 10, you know, weeks one through five, and then six, seven, eight, you're a two out of 10, and the quarterback could be playing lights out, and it doesn't matter because the defense can't keep the offense on the field at all, and then comes back a couple of weeks to do good. I mean, that that's that's tough. That's tough to get. That's, that's inconsistent. Green Bay, Green, yeah. Bay, Green Bay, their special teams was awful, but their defense was consistent. Well, I would say almost the whole year. There was only maybe, I would say, two or three weeks early on, like before week six, that um, there was just not the same play that we're trying to talk about here. Um, Not terrible, terrible, just not, you know, not on the good list, not on the nice list, if you will. Um, I agree. But – but for 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 I would say fifteen out of eighteen weeks, fourteen weeks, they were they were just seven out of ten, and no, not not big splashy plays, not a ton of turnovers, a lot of stops on third downs, um, decent in the red zone. So I mean those those types of uh, consistency moves from a defense really matter later on, uh, especially when you have a quarterback that can come in and close, like Rodgers, you know? Yeah. Rodgers, to me, is the best quarterback. Um, I know Brady had better numbers this year. Um, I would say, yeah, this year I would say Brady was better, um, but Brady had more to work with. So a lot more. That they gave it like, to, like the, a lot that more. They gave it to Rodgers. Yeah. Like that. I mean, not really in the running back position because you're not going to tell me. And I don't care about production wise, but uh, Fournette is not better than Aaron Jones. Hmm. He was this season. Yeah, he did. He did the, the numbers. The numbers, but for a season. I mean, we've talked about Fournette for years now. Is like fumble city, can't catch, bad team. You know. Jones has produced quite a bit, and even when he doesn't play all the time, he still ends up, you know, towards the top upper echelon of players. Um, yeah. 
So it's not just it's the receiving core, I thought. And yeah. a little bit a little bit on the line, but um the receiving core he had Brady had a lot more Yeah. Weapons. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, the, the the Packers have not so. have not been respectful of Rogers talent. I mean like just making no effort to use the high leverage assets to acquire wide receivers. Like like come on man. It's so frustrating. Yeah. This guy will be begging for players and they just ignore him. It's and so then he still produces, but not, you know, just not enough to, to take home the, the trophy. Yeah. So. <coughs> yeah, Brady had a lot more to work with. So it's, it's, it, I, I, I do think it's respectable that they give Rodgers the MVP. I just think that it might be a little bit interesting to consider the players whose season is not yet completed. That's all. I think that's yeah. as far as I could argue it at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, Cup and, comes and out and sucks today. It's a very unique year. It is. Like, for Cup to get almost no consideration, like, one out of 50, that's basically nothing. Like, one out of 50 is way – it's closer to the zero out of 50 that Jonathan Taylor got than it is to the 10 or 39 that the other two guys got. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, exactly. like, I would say almost no consideration. And then, like, yeah, man, he, he – we might look back on the 2021 season and say Cooper Cup was the best player that year. Yeah. Depending I, on how I really think – yeah, depending on today's performance. So. Yeah. And the 49ers just won that game for them. He did. That's that's again. That's that's the type of thing. How many games? If you took out the one player, you know, would 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 OBJ really have filled all of the shoes that Cup? No. Would no. you know? Would, no. If, even if you think about rogers or brady coming out like if somebody else kind of filled the shoes and there was still weapons available to them would they have executed you know the the same way like no they wouldn't so like these guys are in their tier for a reason but but i do believe that cup has won more than a couple of games for the rams i I think we're on a two in a row streak here like they're not beating tampa they're not beating san francisco without cup so yeah, I mean, I just I just want to see a little bit more respect for the guys that are actually the valuable players for the team here. That's all, you know. I'm not, talking, I I'm not taking away from Rodgers. I'm saying that I think it should have been like a thirty twenty ten or, or thirty whatever. You know what I mean? I, oh, I guess it's yeah. fifty. So twenty five, fifteen, ten. You know, I think yeah. that there should just be a little bit more. Uh, acknowledgement of Cup's accomplishments with the team. And, like, listen, Stafford's good. He can be accurate, great in the fourth quarter. But he's got a lot of mistakes. And I feel like even some of his his tosses that have been mistakes, Cup still comes down with and then puts up yards after the fact. So I, I just – I think he should be a little bit more considered. For the for the title, that's all. Yeah, I do too. I think a lot more players should be like thought of. You know, the 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 replaceability factor is key. You know, like like if Cup had went out instead of Robert Woods, I don't know that Robert Woods would have successfully filled both roles the way Cup did. But 
you know, when it comes to the quarterback, I mean, <laughs> the Packers aren't making the playoffs with Jordan Love. Right. Right. No, I get it. And that's, that's, yeah. It's just hard. Like, there's certain positions that obviously it's going to, you know, kind of create – uh, for for the replaceability argument, you know, like a little bit more clear and obvious stance, but yeah. a lot of teams say like, oh, we lose one receiver and like we still have a chance. Oh, absolutely. And like I don't we, think I don't yeah. think I don't think the Rams did. You know, if you lose a receiver, you expect the next receivers to come up. Hello. Right, right, and I'm just saying that if it would have went the other way, as you proposed, that I don't think I don't think they'd be where they are right now. I don't think Tampa. I don't. I don't. I don't think they they beat Tampa. I don't think they beat San Francisco. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Yeah. Cup. Cup was so There's, good. I got a strong argument for that guy, and um, yeah, he just he just did yeah, fantastic. Um, his star. I'm trying to think of like who else. Yeah, right, right. No, I mean, yeah, like, that's oh, good, like, like, like a historical comparison is why I would say Jonathan Taylor should have been up there in the voting, too. Like, 18 rushing touchdowns is not a normal thing. Like, normally, like, somewhere in the 12 to 14 range would be the league leader. Right. I mean, look now looking back at the running backs who have won MVP, like, those guys are over 20. But still, 18 sure. is a monster, monster number. Like, even going back to discussions from last week and how would I rate fantasy value going into next year, like, like, yeah, I'd probably have them, like, in my top two or three guys to look at on the draft board. But to expect the same number he put up this year, like, no, I'm not gambling that he's going to score 18 touchdowns twice. Get out of here. That's, that's, that's no, 18 touchdowns is so big. So big, like ooh, that yeah. yeah. But you don't have to gamble on eighteen touchdowns for for that to be to for to still say he could be the best running back in the league. He doesn't have to do eighteen touchdowns. No, 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 no. To to repeat his fantasy number, he would either have to do another twenty touchdown season or take his yards up even further. Right, right, and that's that's fine, sure. But at the end of the day, um, you don't want somebody to repeat their fantasy season for them to be worth that first round, first overall pick. Like you just need them to produce. Like right. this guy at this point, he could do thirteen rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns, and fifteen hundred yards. And you still get pretty close to the value of where you took him. Yeah. Right. Like he did. Like that's that's considerable less than he did this year, but that's about the same, if not better, than the next guy up. <laughs> in in 2006, Ladainian Tomlinson scored 28 rushing touchdowns. Right. Exactly. And that's he, those, he those also like had crazy three outliers. He also had three receiving and two passing. Oof. Right? That's, ridiculous, that's what that's what a running back MVP is. This is probably, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Questions asked. And if you don't yeah. get it, there should be riots in the street. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, we or, should definitely Milwaukee that ass. If, yeah. Uh, in in, in yeah. 97, Barry Sanders ran for 2,053 yards with 11 touchdowns. That's, that, that's, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. 2,000 yards. <laughs> that, that's not, yeah. I mean, I mean, with only 11 touchdowns, though, I mean, Taylor did 1,800 yards with 18 or 1,900 we'll, yards, we'll, right? We'll, we'll chalk that up to Lions. Or the extra game, yeah. Lions, <laughs> Lions, yeah. Lions. yeah. Like, like this this guy ran for two thousand yards, and then the team fought the fifty yard line twice a game. Yeah, it. Yeah, fair enough. Dude. Yeah, and, and, or the following year in '98, we had another two thousand yard rusher, Terrell Davis. That year, he scored twenty one rushing touchdowns. Terrell Davis, yeah, okay, twenty one. That's run heavy right there, baby. Oh my God! That's, that's that's owning your run game. Yeah. So this is this is where I'm getting the idea. Like, yeah, Jonathan Taylor was a legitimate MVP candidate. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, fantastic season. And I, honestly, you know, I think we even disagree. I think that he could be closer to what he did this season. Uh, I think than you might assume. Yeah. Um, There's a little bit of an argument as to why uh, he's worth the overall pick, like number one overall. I think there's a a good argument there. I can see why you're not as for it just because, you know, he, he performed so well this season um, I get it. It's hard to duplicate. I mean, we had the same conversation with the, the Derrick Henry, um, you know, the curse of 370. Uh, but even in eight games, Henry's still in the top 10 of running backs. I mean, I, I, I could see Jonathan Taylor doing something kind of similar to that is, hey, listen, uh, he he way outperformed what everybody thought. I mean, they expected him to be top tier, but he still outperformed that, and he's not going to do it again. Okay, cool. Like, but how? What type of numbers does he have to put up uh, for it to be worth a first overall? Like, he doesn't have to redo this season for it to still be worth it. Okay, that's all. I mean, yeah. Najee Harris. Um, had a lot less rushing yards, uh, around the same amount of receiving yards, um, you know, more receptions, but way less touchdowns. And so, cool, there's an argument for him to be first overall. Sure. Um, but what about a healthy Derrick Henry? Is he is he not at least being considered for the conversation? Because in eight games, he's done what everybody else in the league hoped they could do for a whole season. So, I mean, if if I could get Derrick Henry for 12 games, um, yeah, I still think he's he's going to win you those the games he does play. So, uh, three three names that should be considered for the top tier. My 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 two cents. That's that's yeah, Derrick Henry. Oh. There's going to be a, a good amount of people that are just scared to roll dice on him, right? 
I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not as nervous. Like it's different when when these guys tear a knee. Uh, the guy, somebody landed on his foot like he was twisting it, rolling it. it was, he broke a bone in his foot. I mean, that's not that's not like one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, the, uh, you know, will he ever get his step back? Like that's not one of those kind of injuries. I mean, there's always the the possibility of re-injuring you know, an old injury, but it's a little less of the detrimental to his ability. He wasn't cutting and like just ridiculously juking everybody all game. He was running people over. And I mean, at this point, keep the metal plate in the shoe and just keep running, you know, like yeah. just keep moving the knees. That's an injury they should be able to repair. Right. Like, right. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I kind of feel like Henry should be in consideration because it isn't the MCL, ACL type of deal. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure everybody's got a little bit different of a viewpoint on any sort of injury. But, I mean, Mixon's been hurt in several places, and he's stayed healthy all season this year um, down in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't see why Henry couldn't come back from a, a broken bone in the foot. So, yeah, that makes sense. You're, you're gonna have people wagering uh, that Eckler does it back. Yep, yep. Again, another name that should be towards the top of the list. Yep. What about today? Um, but would you set a lineup for today? Like, does it even make sense? I'm going to just because I got money left in the FanDuel. I I can't stop uh, making money in that thing. Um, not a lot, but I just can't. I, even when I try to lose it, it, I end up making my money back. So okay. I'll set a lineup just to do it. Um, I was having trouble. Yeah, I was looking at it. I didn't know what to do. Found it to be challenging. Where, where, where did you get stuck? I ran out of money. Like, like on the salary yeah, cap. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I like there's there 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 like low-priced players that I wanted to put in my lineup. All right, so uh, right now most of the contests are like an MVP. Yeah. Or flex. Right. Okay, so the MVP. Um, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, I, I was thinking Mixon, Stafford, Joe Burrow, Mixon. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Burrow. Okay. Just because the quarterback thing. Flex. Yeah, yeah, points. Yeah. We go Mixon. Another flex. Uh, we go. Higby's out. Uzoma is still is questionable too. Uzoma has been a little bit of a safety valve for Burrow. Um, that's tough. Wow. Maybe hit Cam Akers. And then hit. Uh, you know, would be fun is Blanton. For the Rams, tight end for the Rams. 
Yeah, oh, my God. He was so big last game. Woo. Yeah. Is his name Delano? Delano Blanton, is that right? Um, I'm not sure. You could find that out, though. No, it's not. It doesn't start. It's Kendall. It's Kendall. Kendall Blanton. Okay. Okay. So, I was looking at Darrell Henderson. Jamar Chase. So, Burrow, Mixon, Akers, Blanton, Chase. I'm putting in a dollar. And That's a very do... heavy lineup. Yeah. Yeah. It is. But I'm going to send another one. Do a Rams lineup now. Yeah. That's going to happen. Uh, 50-50. So, 6-30... All right, so another do a Rams. So I'm gonna go Stafford. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like tempted to take a kicker. So tempted. Henderson, it's cheap. Throw in a cup in there just to. Um. Dan Jefferson. And then throw in Nixon. Stafford, Henderson, Cup, Jefferson, Nixon. You're still there? Of course. Hey, I'm going to quit on you, Mitchell. Uh, no, I just didn't know if there was technical difficulties, that's all. Upcoming. Two upcoming. All right, so, yeah, we got a Bengals heavy. We got a, we got a Rams heavy just to see what happens. Head your bets. I like it. Yeah, $2 entry fees, so 50-50 double up. So, worst case scenario, lose the two worst. Best case scenario, you win the four. All right. Uh, what time is that? Two o nine. All right. So. So what? What's that? Four hours and twenty one minutes till kickoff. Yes, sir. I'm oh trying my Trying to figure out, do I have enough propane for today? Okay. This is a thing. Got to consider. Yeah. Oh, we got I, rain. I, I definitely don't want to be pulling steaks off the grill to put in the pan midway through. Not oh, no, it's not, not going to cook right. And you guys, you're, it's raining for you? Yeah. It's like a 50-50 blend here, like half raining, half not. No, y'all, no, pizzerias are going to do good, good business today around here. They were already going to do good business. Well, no, now but now the they, they, they get the addition. Everyone that said, screw the pizza, I'm grilling, is now ordering pizza. This is good stuff, man. It's exciting. I mean, it's it's a little upsetting to know that this is kind of the end, but it's also uh, exciting because that just means, you know, spring camps, 
the draft. I mean, how about how about this? Just... How about this? It's the end of an era, right? Brickhouse Fantasy Radio season one. This is the last episode. This is right? the last next episode. Yeah. Next time we go live, it's season two, so we better be good at it. <laughs> We're not rookies anymore, David. Exactly. We cannot. We cannot claim to be. <laughs> Practicing for our first time here. No, no, no. We go on air tomorrow. We're this is year two, baby. Let's go. Year two. Yep. A lot of exciting things too because we're going to be able to uh, tap into IFM Plus. We do have the opportunity to go live um, with a video show on a Roku channel, so that's exciting. Um, We definitely have some opportunities. You know, it's a social media game, kind of trying to jump that up to to do a little bit more live feed via uh, Twitter and Instagram. And then, you know, hopefully if we keep doing what we've been doing and trying to draw some positive attention, um, maybe we'll be having to do some fan duel reads here, you know. Okay. Some exciting, exciting things, you know, for year two, year three prospects. But, um yeah, a lot of lot of lot of good things moving in good directions. So very or, excited about that. The the other thing I, I wanted to ask you today is we we've spent some time projecting running back rankings, way too early running back rankings. You got anything on way too early wide receiver rankings? The WTE baby, the the WTE. Like okay, all all this love you and I have been sharing with with Cooper Cup today. I mean, is he the wide receiver one next year's draft? I say no. What do you say? Um, I mean, based off of production, you kind of have to say that. Who, who else is working this season? For me, Debo Samuel is the wide receiver one in the way too early rankings. Okay, so my argument against that is um, I actually love the player, athleticism. If I had a hat on right now, I would tip it. Um, But um, injury first. Sure. And um, the reason, like, my second point is still part of my first point, is um, they're utilizing him as running back. So, obviously, there's volume there that would allow you to think, hey, this guy could have uh, the most fantasy value at this titled deemed position. But yeah. I also think that it's going to be his downfall too. I think they're going to, I think it's like the curse of the 370 kind of thing yeah, where I think they're, going to, they're going to beat this guy into the ground because he's that good. But yeah. I think they're going to, they're going to overuse him. And I think that uh, I would guess you're going to get, six to eight really awesome games out of him before you miss him for two or three. Okay. Okay. Um, so based on Justin that, Jefferson. I would say Cup is number one. Justin Jefferson? Uh, yeah, number two. Okay. Or two or three. Um, Chase, I think Chase um, has had an argument to be towards the top of it. For, for fantasy production, I'm not talking about NFL receivers. No, no, fantasy production. Way too early rankings. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's, he's at the top of the list. Uh, yeah, I mean, but there's if still he's playing a little with bit of question marks. 
if you, exactly that's what the the WTE segment is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Devonte at so I would say Cooper Cup, Devonte Adams, um, and then Chase and Devo are uh, pretty to each other. I might even slide somebody else in there, but um, Tyree kills the interesting one, right? Like he. He seemed like a physical outlier for a couple years, and then this year you finally got a taste of fast guy bum wheel syndrome. Uh, I agree. I think he's going to start slowly making his way down the list. Not yeah. this season, but next season for sure. He's not going to be in anybody's top yeah. ten. There's going to be some sort of injury. Like, you know, the yeah, hand is going to be a lingering thing or that's something. Always, that's like my least favorite thing about football is fast guy bum wheel. Like, like you just can't count on it. Oh. So no, I would say I would say uh, Jefferson's uh, towards the top. Um, you know, another player that didn't do as well this season, but I still think has potential to stay on the upper echelon is Stephon Diggs. Yeah, agree. Um, um, Chris Godwin. He's, he's just. Uh, that's well, yeah. That's another one. I mean, Dude, we've also, you know, you want to know, I'm going to throw out a name here that we didn't really get to see that could be at the top. What the fuck happened to Calvin Ridley? Wow. Cal, does Calvin Ridley come back? Oh, I mean, God, God, all the, he certainly has, like, all the physical measurables of everyone else that but we did, think. Did we not, were we not expecting him oh. to be, at least in this conversation, like, the, like a clear top ten? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I and think, that's with Matt yeah. Ryan and a terrible, terrible Falcons offense. We were still kind of expecting that. I mean, yeah, yeah. In in the 2020 season, his points per game was elite. He he did absolutely yeah. time. Ridiculous. But yeah, and, and then you're looking at oh man, no, they lost Julio. His numbers should go up. Right. Right. And, right. Yeah. And, I mean, you've got great receivers. I mean, if you talk about uh, Lockett and Metcalf, fantastic receivers, just not going to be utilized the same way. I mean, it's more of a tandem. The rough thing, yeah. who knows if he shows back up. Yeah. Brown, yeah. fantastic if he can he stay upright. Yeah. Uh, he, he's in consideration. If he played a full season, no injuries, he's he's going to be considered in, the, in this top tier. I agree. Um, I, I the Justin Jefferson is a good one because the 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 kid played fantastic. You could tell he's not going anywhere, and I could consider saying that he could do the same in production for like the next three years. Yeah, he's but, he's, but does, he's he, does he actually top it or he's the one that, that like like in a, in a personal sense like he's the one I regret not drafting. I had a chance. I like. I was on the clock. Sure. He was on the board. I made a bad pick, and like so now he sure. he really stands out to me because just personal issues. And then uh, and then you got you got a couple other guys. You know, like you brought up the Chris Godwin, but Godwin and Evans. Godwin is is gonna be more or or was more of a volume player. Evans a little bit more of the red zone threat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both guys, I kind of feel like if if both were healthy, I feel like it would have finished like uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. It's like 
Yeah. Back to, you well, know, yeah. touching each other on the rankings. Whoever this, got, you know, whatever is, is better, but this, cool. This is where we get to the, the way too so. early title of the segment. Like, like, for me, projecting Chris Godwin has a lot to do with can he break away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Sure. sure. Right. But, like, but like, where he, because, ends up, he ends up with the Bears, I'm not – no. Nope. Yeah, agree, agree, agree. But, you know, I, I think that with Tampa, like, his his high-end production is capped. Like, I think that Chris Godwin has the talent to be that, like, closed space, small window, short yardage person. But – And let me tell you, let me tell you yeah. the one team where he should end up, that he ends up at the highest, the peak of this discussion – um, I like there's just one team that comes to mind that uh, if Chris Godwin ended up with the Green Bay Packers, oh, Rogers stays, oh, Adams flourishes, oh, and Godwin dominates. Rogers, Rogers does not whine or moan about the team, okay. Um, I think there's cat space there. I think that is the clear and best spot for Chris Godwin to end up. Okay. I like it. I mean, I like it. I like it because I'm, I've always been crabbing that the Packers should do more to help Rodgers with their receiving personnel. Um, I don't think it's the place where he can put up the best fantasy number. Uh, I think I think it, listen, he was doing fantastic in Tampa with Mike Evans, Gronk, and Fournette right. participating on a productive level. So I think that I think that he could do uh, the same numbers, which is very serviceable, usable numbers, anywhere yeah. from twelve to eighteen points per game uh, on a consistent level. I think that's fantastic for fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I think if he could go to a team like Detroit, now, now his cap just raised. Like, yeah, but see, but I think I think he, he does more twenty-five plus point games than in Green Bay, but I think he also has more games under ten. I think that that the consistency percentage value goes down. That makes sense. Unless they do something fancy with the line, with the O line, unless they do, the, the, the and then unless they, they switch Get out the quarterback, quarterback situation. Get us a quarterback. So, sure, sure. It, sure, I can see him um, on a fantasy level doing better with a different quarterback, upgrading the line. Sure, but right now, like a just how the teams were this season, I think. Uh, there's not a better team than Green Bay. Like, from a football and a fantasy perspective, I think that Adams ends up with 22 points and Godwin ends up with 16 points a game, somewhere in there. Um, yeah, I just uh, – and that's something I would take. I, I would be – I'd be fine with taking a wide receiver, two from the Packers and considering making a, a wide receiver, one, on your on fantasy, my, like uh, on my fantasy team. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. 
I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think you and Carver Green are the him. only other teams. Yeah. I don't think it puts them in like this Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, AJ Brown talk. No, but it's the, it's no. the it's the immediate tier right under that, and and yes. and I think that um, there's only a couple of players that fit the tier one, and out of a ten, twelve, fourteen team league, you still got to fill that role. Um, I'm saying. Yeah. Godwin in on the Packers would be pretty close. Maybe maybe wide receiver two at the top tier of that, but um very close to to uh a wide receiver one on your fantasy team. Yeah. If Rogers had that kind of love and that and, kind of talent and, to, and to be able people to looking for like drafting out. strategy advice, like I recommend being aggressive with people that you have in that tier on on your chart, like in, you got the running back dead zone where we're all drafting Chris Carson and Miles Sanders and Mike Davis. Like to me, dude, screw it. Draft Chris Godwin with with a different team. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, him staying in Tampa with whoever they use. Uh, to fill that spot is going to be the same thing. Yeah, yeah. With, with Tampa, you definitely got to see who they're going to bring in to play quarterback. That's. I mean, Chris Godwin could do well with a lot of teams, even even hurting teams. You brought up the Lions, brought up like the Jets, the Panthers, um, the Eagles. Uh, the I mean, Eagles appear to be for a wide receiver, don't they? The Eagles is probably a better. Yep, Eagles is probably a little bit better in this conversation. Yep. Um, but there's, I still see him doing well. You brought up the Lions. I'm just gonna stay there because. Yeah, yeah, home. That that was a home. It's, it's, it's that. Yeah, but I still yeah. think that's a good example. I think that there was a lot of, uh, a lot of potential there. Yeah, I mean, he, he would walk in and be their, like, featured receiver before he touches a clipboard. Like, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. I just didn't, like, with certain, with the teams that we're mentioning now, I don't want that to be kind of become the, so is Kenny Galladay, you know, for the Giants. I think Kenny Galladay would have showed up to a different team. If they would have kicked him over to the Packers, I don't think it would have been as bum of a situation. I mean, I know there's no. injuries, no, but well, I do think I, yeah. that there would have been some heavy production. It's not fair. Yeah, these guys go as like they're going to be and, the featured receiver yeah. on a trash team with a trash quarterback and a trash nah. And and Galladay, like even going back to his last year on Detroit, there there was shenanigans going on. Like this right. guy's missing games for injury, might possibly not actually be injured. Like. Right. So if that was going on once again on the Giants, I wouldn't be surprised. Some people are just like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's God, but Galladay yeah. was a player that you and I both definitely got tremendous value out of in his first three years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Both um, redraft leagues and dynasty leagues. Yep. Yeah. That guy was yeah. Worth his draft value for sure. I think we should get in a dynasty league. Like we should search the internet for like uh, open forum or something like where we can get in a dynasty league that's starting this year. Just that, like for show content purposes. Okay. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah, I mean, you're in it. 
Like, we wouldn't get to play with all friends. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's something where we can be like, yo, we do a fantasy radio show. You want to let us in your league, please? And, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You in? I agree. I think, yeah? Yeah, I am. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So listen, there's only two minutes left here. Um, happy Super Bowl Sunday, my friend. All right, you guys. I think uh, I think it's time to watch basketball. Kill the time. What do you think? <laughs> happy Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Time to watch Thank basketball. You. Well, no, my dad. Um, my dad yeah. just showed up. He said, "Hey, I'm coming over to watch basketball." I said, "Okay." Oh, there you go. Nice. Well, tell Ed. Uh, I said hello, and uh, that I hope he has a fantastic Sunday. Um, You, stay out of trouble. Thank you very much for another fantastic episode, and uh, thanks for capping this off, man. 22 22 episodes together. I'm saying season one is booked, man. We are no longer rookies. Let's do this. Season one, yeah, complete. So, very excited about that. And and thank you, everybody, for listening. Just thank you for the consistency. And uh, just repetitive support, showing up, listening to us BS about football. This is fantastic, man. Uh, everybody from Alfred, uh, you know, Jameis Winston at the beginning, to uh, Pastor out in Arizona. You know, we've got a lot of callers, a lot of different people. Uh, and and I, I appreciate it all. So thank you very much. Uh, stay tuned. Check out at Brickhouse Fantasy Radio on Instagram. Uh, and, and keep a lookout for some more episodes as we get a little closer to uh, the draft and the rookie stuff coming up. So, thank you, DC. You're the best, bro. Job well done this season in fantasy. Uh, second place in both leagues, uh, which has never been done before. So, fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. Owning it. All right, Big You have, have an awesome Sunday and enjoy that Super Bowl. All right, we'll talk to you. All right, bye. Bye.